Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, we're back. Marks and Reese. Baldy uh, will join us coming up here in one second. Our Twitter questions today brought to you by... Mark's Jewelers, if you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit marks-jewelers.com. I got to check back in on it because uh, earlier, Jack asked the question of, is there any part of you that is worried about the Eagles losing on Sunday? Any part of you. So it allows even for just the thinnest of, I'm a little bit worried about the game, but any part of you. Yes is 53%. I was—I mean, most of the stuff we've talked about, it's been very heavily not worried about the game at all, thinks it's going to be a blowout. And Jack, at least with your question, how you worded it or phrased it, more people than not um, are a little bit worried about the game. Well, divisional games are tough, John. On Saturday, as uh, we bring on our expert, Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, In the Huddle with Jason Lockenfora and Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL, and he joins us right now. What's up, Baldy? Hey John, what's up, guys? What's up, Baldy? Um, so, ha- what, what do you what do you think of this game on Saturday night? Is there um, is there any thought to you at all that the Eagles could lose this game? Sure. Yeah, I mean the Vikings just uh, they just had it handed to them by the by the Giants. They could lose a game if they get sloppy and don't take care of business. I mean this Giants team is hungry and they're executing very well and playing extremely well the last month of the season. How do they want to play? It, it, all, all else being equal to the Giants, how do they play to win this game? Is it a lot of run, keep the ball away from the Eagles, and then they just – like like when the Giants were at their best, what are they doing? Well, I mean, they took the opening drive right down the field against the Vikings in, you know, skull country. Like, they weren't anybody in the building. Like, they just executed. I mean, Daniel Jones uh, ran – you know, he was the best runner in the game. You know, he had 79 yards rushing, 17 rushes, kept drives alive, extended drives. Um, they've got five legitimate targets to throw to right now. Uh, you know, I'm sure Slay and Bradbury feel like, you know, they can D up Isaiah Hodgins or Richie James or, you know, Darius Slayton, but those guys are winning right now. They're playing really well up front. But defensively, uh, you know, Vikings had the ball there at the midfield with two minutes to go, and they couldn't, they couldn't finish the deal. I mean, they closed it out. So the best defensive player I saw in Super Wild Card Weekend was Dexter Lawrence. So, you know, I'd have a pretty good game plan for that guy inside because he was unstoppable on Saturday. Yeah, he is certainly a force in the middle uh, of that defense. And and we like to run the football, and so I think we certainly are going to have our work cut out for us there. Do we like to run the football? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm being a little facetious because I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they go games, Ike, right? When no, they, they don't do. Run it, and they no. don't even try to run it. No, you're absolutely right. I, I can't d- d- disagree with you there. I wanted to ask you about Jalen and what to sort of expect from him Saturday. What 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 uh which quarterback do you expect to see um when when the Eagles take the field? And what I mean by that is, are we gonna see a guy that you think is still a little banged up, hampered, and may have a little bit of hesitation of being the MVP caliber player he was prior to getting injured? I don't think so. I mean, I think you're gonna see that guy. I mean, I think you're going to see the best of Jalen. Now, how sharp he is and how he handles the blitz and the pressure looks and mm-hmm. some of the things that are going to come at him, you know, I mean, that's just uh, it's his second playoff game. We'll see how he handles it. But I expect him to be healthy, Ike. Uh, I expect him to be able to drive the ball when he has to. Uh, he's been a great deep ball thrower all year. You go back to week 14, you watch the throws to Devontae and to A.J. Uh, they were really great throws against, you know, pretty good coverage. 
I expect him to be that guy. I don't expect him to hold back at all. He held back, I thought, in week 18 and protected himself, which was smart. But at least he got some work in, you know, in that game against the Giants. Saw some things, saw some speed. You'll see some different players. Adoria will be out there and whatnot. But um, I expect him to be healthy. I can. I don't expect to to see any sort, you know, any sort of uh, repercussions from what happened to him in Chicago. How's the defense matchup? The Giants' defense matchup against the Eagles' offense. We know the the first meeting of the season early it was passing. It was twenty one nothing pretty quick, and then they they ran the ball a lot in the second half, and it worked. And then that second game, I don't really know what to make of it against the Giants. But um, how good is the defense, and how do they match up against the Eagles? Well, I'd look a little closer to that first game, Mike uh, John, because you know it was seven nothing, and it's fourth and seven, and they run a spray fade to uh, Devontae, forty seven yard touchdown, kind of That's broke right. it open like to the point. But it's fourth and seven, and Julian Love is there to make the play. He doesn't make the play. I mean, free safety is right there. It just doesn't make the play, and Devontae comes down with it. They beat the blitz that that play. Um, look, I mean, this guy defense is talented. Wink Martindale is as good as there is, period. Uh, he got six free hitters to jail in week 18. He knew he couldn't protect himself, so he did. He wasn't afraid to dial it up. Now, it'll be a lot different, I think, when Jalen's full speed this week or as close to it as you can get. Um, but this Wink is, is really good. Wink and Shane Steichen, to me, that's the chess match, John. Like, these two guys, because um, we, like I said, like, I, I don't know what to expect from a – Game plan standpoint of the Eagles, because I never know what we're going to get until we get it, you know. And so it seems like it changes quite a bit week to week. Uh, but, you know, they, they got back Xavier McKinney. They got back a Dory Jackson. They never played in either game this year with both Big Cat Williams and Dexter Lawrence together inside. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, you just asked Lane Johnson what he thinks of Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, the guy is sudden. Now, I don't think he's Hassan Reddick yet, but he's going to be Hassan Reddick. You know, in a year or two, he's going to be that type of player. So, you know, they've, they've got guys that can get you the quarterback. They've got chess pieces on the back end. They've got a guy that knows how to scheme. You know, you've got to, you got to really execute well on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Offensively, the Giants, they, they sort of go uh, as Daniel Jones goes. It used to be they go as Saquon Barkley goes. But Daniel Jones is a big part of their running game as well. He's had some success throwing the ball against those Viking defenses. Be a lot different against this Eagles defense. But just your thoughts on what Daniel Jones has sort of been looking like as far as his development as a quarterback. Well, I, I thought he played his best game ever uh, against the Vikings. And, um, you know, from the opening drive to, the, how, you know, they, they didn't give the ball back at the end. Uh, I thought he played great. Uh, he was accurate. He, he read defense as well. Uh, he spread the ball around. Uh, he, he when he decides to run, it's the right. It seems like it's the right decision, mm-hmm. and so I think he just compliments everybody. I mean, it's, it's just a big difference. Uh, the Giants went you know years without practicing with guys that they actually played with. They were always hurt, banged up, whatever. They got rid of all those guys. The guys we're playing with right now practice every day, and you can tell the timing is better, the rhythm is better. Daniel Bellinger, they line him up all over the place at tight end. He'll be at fullback, H-back, F-back. Like, you can move him all over. He caught a touchdown pass last week. He seemed to feel really good. I didn't think he made a bad throw last week, to be honest with you. Uh, now, the, the Vikings stink, all right, so I'm not going to try to compare him to the Eagles. Um, you know, so, I mean, he looked great. But, look, I mean, the Eagles, I thought all year long, I thought the Eagles had the best secondary in football. And so, you know, that's, that's one thing to see it in the regular season. You know, they got to go out and – show up this week and you know there's more than capable of shutting this group down gotta ask your uh, your prediction for the game do you think it's an eagles win close win how do you see it on a wednesday uh, you know for whatever it's worth you know uh I, I think the eagles are a better team and i think they'll win the game uh, if i had to give you a score right now uh john i'd probably say you know 30 to 23 mm, touchdown win okay all right, a um, couple NFL things. Where, where do you think Tom Brady ends up, and how, how much has he how much has his play declined over the last year or so? Well, he was awful on Monday night. He was awful against Cincinnati late in the season. I mean, just awful. I mean, he could have had five balls intercepted. But the red zone interception, I mean, it's just that's a rookie mistake right there. I mean, I just think he's got declining skills. But, um, you know, some of these guys, I mean, all the quarterbacks are in the postseason, are all eight right now, John. The oldest is Dak at age 29. Wow. I mean, it's a young man's game. You know, like, I'm sure Miami and, you know, there's maybe another team that would say, okay, we'll, we'll load up and let's see if we can get one more, you know, hurrah out of Tom. 
Um, and he can still throw the ball good, but like he had so many terrible throws in that game last week where he, you go, does he practice with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans to make these throws? Because it was awful. It was hard to watch. And I don't think it's going to get any easier for him being a year older than it is right now. But I do believe he'll play next year. I think there's a team for him. I just don't think he can carry the team right now. No, you can't. Uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, and and their performance against the Bucs, how much of a chance you give them in San Francisco? Last week, you told us you thought San Francisco was the best uh, best team in the NFL, and they had a pretty good second half against the Seahawks. But what do you think about that game? Well, uh, look, I mean, Dallas uh, has a lot of talent, you know, and uh, there's nobody else like Micah Parsons in this business. Uh, he changes the game. But, you know, it's it, it, the Bucks don't have any kind of a pass rush. Anthony Nelson, um, Joe Tryon, Shoyinka. I mean, they don't have pass rushers. San Francisco's got pass rushers. So let's see Dak under pressure. He's going to get hit in this game. Nick Bosa's going to hit him. Let's see what he does when he gets hit because he hadn't been very good when he'd been hit against Washington and Jacksonville and other teams. So he's not going to stand back there like he did playing against a, a soft zone defense that he saw all night. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different. So – but he's going to have to man up. He's going to have to play a great game for them to beat San Francisco. Mm, San Francisco impressed you um, beating the Seahawks. You still feel pretty high on the on the 49ers? Yeah, heck yeah, man. I mean, the quarterback is awesome, and you know they changed the game. It was a you know it was a 23-17 game late third quarter. No matter who got the ball out of Geno's hands, and Nick got on it, and they they ran you know they ran right out of the gym in the fourth quarter. Uh, it took him a little while to get going, but. Um, you know, this quarterback is finding, uh, you know, receivers that aren't anywhere near the primary receiver, and he's finding them for touchdowns. Like, he's seeing the entire field, and he's keeping these plays alive, and he's making good decisions, and their talent is scary on offense. So, um, I still think they're the best the team to beat right now. Mm, you think Purdy's legit, though, going forward? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a guy. The shoe hasn't fallen yet at all. Mm. Well, we'll see what he looks like next year. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or hopefully in a in a week and a couple of days in Philly yeah, for the NFC Championship. In four weeks, you know they couldn't they couldn't stop him, and that's Pete Carroll and a bunch of good players on that side of the ball. They had no answer for him. Mm. Baldy, appreciate it, man. Thanks, yeah. brother. All right, guys, you got it. All right, there he is, Baldy, NFL insider for Odyssey. Make sure to follow the In the Huddle podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you subscribe to get your podcasts. Uh. Purdy looked a little had some jitters, it seemed like, in the first half, but then kind of settled down. And you know, he's not he's not making big throws where the ball's traveling a long distance God, in the air. That's he's, a system quarterback, yeah. man. That's it's, it's it's been proven. He's got three different quarterbacks in the system. That, that's winning. a that's a system. That's a it's a great system to be in. Has been it got Matt Ryan an MVP, got Kirk Cousins paid when he was in Washington. Kyle Shanahan is a great play designer. Uh, it's a quarterback-friendly offense that does not require you to push the ball down the field. But the the crazy thing about that is, is that's why they went and drafted Trey Lance because they want to push the ball down the field. This kid got drafted late because his measurables aren't great. He landed in a great situation in San Francisco. He like, oh, are you putting with another team? I don't oh. know. Can he carry another team to a title? I mean, he's in a great situation. With Debo and George Kittle and and Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk and like it's a great that, that that's great for a young quarterback and a, and a great defense that's not yes. going to hurt your defense yeah it's yes. a good spot for him yes it is all right let, let's get back to the phones here uh, it's good for him though I mean he's taking advantage of it yeah he's for taking sure advantage for sure he is. I mean he's taking advantage of it so it's great it's great for him I just wonder if you put him with another team would you see the same type of player. No. And I don't believe that. That's what makes me say it's the system. Right. It's the the play designer, the players that's there. Damn, McCaffrey. Like, McCaffrey is finally with other good players as well. Yeah, it's awesome to see him with a good team, right? Man. And I raised my hand when I said that I thought that, that John Lynch gave up way too much when they, he traded for Christian McCaffrey. I thought it was a lot. Man, it's well it's worth, worth it. worth it for him, yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah. He looks good. He's good in the passing game. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good team. It's a good team. <laughs> good team. That's a good football team. All right. Uh, we'll see them next week. Yes. Oh, hopefully. We will. <laughs> So the, the, what we started the show with, and we'll get back to the phones, is it seems like there's there's only a few Eagles fans out there that that think this is going to be much of a game. 
Um, and I feel like I'm on an island saying that I'm the only one that's worried about this game this week. Not that they're going to lose, but it's going to be a tight game, and I worry about fourth quarter, what could happen. Ike, uh, even mm-hmm. a, there's a, there's a sl- sliver of you that's concerned about the game, but that's about it. Oh yeah, sure. Just because I, I, you know, I respect my opponents. So, and I think the Giants. You remember throughout the course of the year when they were seven and two and eight and two, and people didn't think they were a good team. And I'm like, why well, can, how can, why, why is this team not good? But every other team that has seven wins, or eight wins, right. is a good team. So I don't think the Giants are anything special. But the thing that makes it dangerous with a team like the Giants is they know who they are. And they know who they aren't. So they're not coming out trying to throw the ball down the field right. 70 yards. Like, that's not what they do. So Brian Dayball knows what their strengths are. They want to stay in manageable down and distances. And they run a lot of that sleight of hand running game with the fakes. And you see the one play they ran last week where he faked through the ball and then he handed yep. it all backwards to the, the running the back. The design it was executed perfectly. That's all, that's all the yeah. head coach. That's yeah. all the coach. That's play design. So you get someone who knows what they're doing from an offensive play calling standpoint. It can at least keep you in the game. And that's what the Giants have done all year long. They haven't won them all, but they've been in a lot of games, like close games And they've all won year. a lot of fourth quarter games. Yes. When they were 7-2, and two, they were beating teams in the fourth quarter. Yes. Which right. is a sign of a well-coached well coached football yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. They're, not, they're not talented. You're right. When you look at them on paper, they're not going to scare anybody. But somehow they're in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I say that to say the players, Eagles players, had better not be overlooking this football team right. and the coaches. Like, you just can't be thinking you can do anything you want to and you're going to walk away with the win. Well, that, that's the, the formula for, for losing the game is even if, even if you come out to an early lead is if you're kicking field goals and not getting touchdowns. Right. If you're missing opportunities and you let them hang around, momentum shifts. Sloppy with the ball. I don't need no fumbles, all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's how you lost to Dallas. Yep. You turned the ball over four times. Yeah, they were up in the fourth quarter. Yeah, about ten points. Yep. yep. Yeah, they so, gave it to them. And that's, and that's the one thing that did start happening the last couple games of the season is that we had started turning the ball over when they weren't doing that pretty much early in the season. No, in fact, they weren't at yeah. all, and they were getting turnovers, and that slowed down as well. Yep. All right, Yoshi and Brewery Town's been holding quite a while. Yoshi, how are you, buddy? What's going on? What's up, John? Big <laughs> Ike. What's, good, baby. What's up, I, Yoshi? You love it, don't you, buddy? <laughs> Coach, what's up, baby? I, hey, bet, I bet Yoshi you were I a fan of the, you. Yoshi, I bet you were a fan of the percolator back in the day. Yes, I was. Listen to the Ike talking about I'm dancing in the studio. Thank God it ain't no video. Who needs that? I used to be out there doing that thing, but now I only can do it for 10 seconds, and then I got to sit. That's right. You guys used to be doing that. They come over there, they be squatting with it. Oh! I go back and say it like this. Good God Almighty. Oh! I used to love it, boy. Yeah, I'm going to go in the house and make my wife do the first lady. At least two seconds. She got two seconds in them. <laughs> <laughs> two seconds. Two seconds in them. Instagram it, Yoshi. I want to see it on Instagram. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I'm going to sneak to it, Johnny. I'm going to sneak to it. I got you, baby. Hey, man. Look, I, I ain't taking nothing away from these Giants, man. What's the name? Hey, I respect them. I'm slightly nervous, but I am at the same time convinced that we're going to win this game. I mean, they beat a fraud mini team. As of last month, they was, the, they was listed as the worst defense in total in the league. And they hype on close the game was, what's saying with backups against us. We played all around vanilla, no strawberries, or chocolate game. I, and then Mr. I can't win when it's dark outside, Kirk Cousins, he didn't even target his best weapon in the fourth quarter, and then he wanted to be catching check down at the end of the game. They blessed that they had that game yeah. against Minnesota, but but they hype for us. I mean, Jalen putting on that utility belt this weekend, he's going to use whatever Arsenal needed. That game we had a few weeks ago, I think it was good for this team. We went into that game with our collars on. You had your collars on a bunch of dogs. Now everybody going to be off the leash with, with eagle's wings on the side of their helmet on Saturday night. Believe that, baby. Believe that. And another thing, y'all better stop letting Dallas Cowboy fans 
call up to this station after they ain't got a, a win on a team that's already, already been beaten, did that boy filthy piss in? Did he have a mouthful of cookies and a spoonful of daggone peanut butter before he called? That's what he said. Oh, no, no, no. And then on the nerves that the thing I for a carrot at the end of what I said it. Why they do that? Put that boy back in his hole, man. Put him oh, back man. in his hole. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Oh, love your cats, baby. All right, Yoshi. Wow. Appreciate it. Yeah, Filthy Cockroach, if you missed it, he was the the first Cowboy <laughs> caller I think we've had all year. It actually had some attitude and some confidence, and it comes after they win a playoff game, so go right. figure. But they come out <laughs> yes. of the woodwork. Yes. Because Lamont called yesterday, and he doesn't count. No. No, he just wants to talk. He just wants to yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he even believes in his own he Cowboys. Yeah. The filthy cockroach was, was well, mad. Angry Al is an Eagles fan. Right. <laughs> yeah. A- angry Al's, but he's been neutered. He's no longer a Cowboy fan. He doesn't believe in the team. Filthy Cockroach, it felt like he believed oh, in yeah. the team. Or he was just mad that we were talking about him. Were we even talking about him? I don't even remember. Uh, we mentioned him at one point. Oh. No, no, he was calling about, was it the other day? He wasn't calling about the he day. I wasn't even today. Keep our team yeah, out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. He did Kinda the like Will, Will Smith, Smith thing, then. yes. <laughs> yeah, because we're not allowed to talk about other other <laughs> games or other teams. There you go. Um, let's go to, speaking of Filthy Cockroach, Adam and Ardmore had something on Filthy Cockroach, or he might be a Filthy Cockroach. Adam, go ahead. Well, that's an insult if you call me a filthy cockroach because, geez, man, that guy, I couldn't understand a word that he was saying. Me coming behind Yoshi with all that, good Lord. I mean, that man was coming out of left field. It sounded like Joe DeCamera trying to do the dog barking. I mean, I mean, all these Cowboys and Giants fans are like a Taco Bell bathroom on a Taco Tuesday, $2 tacos, you know, bringing stuff up all the time. Oh, how many Super Bowls do you have? We have this. We have that. I mean, guys, come on. I make taco soup sometimes for my family. Uh, oh, there you go. You know, Cal- you know, the Cowboys been, as, you know, just as relevant as Friends was back in 1994. I mean, these guys got to just Man. learn how to stop living the past. Like, these guys are terrible. Uh. Just, I mean, they, they, they won a game. Whoop-de-doo. They finally won a game. I mean, they're coming out like, hey, we won the Super Bowl. Guys, shut up. You're facing a guy in Tom Brady, even though he is the GOAT, which I don't want to admit, but he, he didn't play his game. Yeah, he's okay? cooked. You, you, yeah, he, he's definitely cooked worse than a $2 steak. You know what I mean? Like, these guys think that they just won everything. They're going to get – I mean, I would love to see the birds against the Cowboys – for the champ, you know the NFC Championship, and us absolutely destroy them. But they're not beating the Niners. The Niners have too many weapons. Their defense is better than what the what the Cowboys' offense is going to be putting out there. They're nobodies. The Giants fans, you got to shut up as well. You haven't been relevant since the early, you know, since the mid two thousands. Like, mm. stop it already. They, you know, yeah, you guys got lucky, but stop it already. It is it is done and it's over with. Yeah, so what? We only won one Super Bowl, but clearly you can't see me while I'm doing. But we have that one Super Bowl, and our birds are flying in that aspect, okay? So we won one. <laughs> Shut your mouth. It's done. It's over with. I mean, you got to be right. as quiet as the We better hope so. Like, stop. It, it just, just be done already. Like, right. knock it off. You're not relevant, but let's go, birds. Birds are going to definitely win. I'm going to say 27-14 birds, and we're going to be facing the Niners, and we're going to beat the Niners going into the Super Bowl. It will be the Eagles against the Chiefs. And, and that would be that would be awesome. Time I have to wonder who Ike's rooting for in that game. No. Yes, I would, yes not, I would not be. No, thank God he was here now, so he can answer that question. Are we doing uh, any read appreciation day? We will not. Think, I don't think so. I think I think Angelo. I don't think he could handle it, frankly. I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> I so I can handle it. Andy got his Super Bowl already. Yes. So. Yes, everybody. Yes, yeah, exactly. everybody got a yes. Super Bowl. Oh no, yeah. there, there, there won't be any question. No, the Eagles. I don't work in Kansas City. <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? I work in so, Philadelphia. I'm in Philadelphia. The point spread on the <laughs> on the Cowboys 49ers game is down to three and a half. It was definitely four. I don't know if it was four and a half, but it. So, but the, most of the money's on the 49ers. People are betting the 49ers, but the the the, the numbers going the other way. What for Sunday's game? Yeah, about the Cowboys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just looking because I knew the the point spread went down to three and a half. Normally, when that happens, you would think there's a lot of Dallas money coming in. It's the opposite, which is reverse line movement, 
what normally happens. But hmm. yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Your phone calls coming up next. Is there any part of you that's worried about the game on Saturday? But also, Chris Canty, former Giant, uh, was on the Giants. Uh, if he was on the Giants defense this weekend. What would he be looking to do to Jalen? We have the audio for you coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Don't go anywhere. But, hey, listen, you don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain, back pain, because people with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. If you have shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain. If you have arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't just accept, let's have surgery. Don't take another cortisone shot. Don't take the pain pills. First, call QC Kinetics. See if their life-changing all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. Because I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. Marks and Reese listeners, I've heard from more than a couple, are very happy. And it's the future of joint pain management. And you can get an appointment as soon as next week. So make this year 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. Call QC Kinetics right now. 215-999-3000. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're playing defensive line for the Giants this week, which, oh, by the way, once upon a time you did. Mm-hmm. And you know the other quarterback has got a shoulder. Yeah. What are we doing? You go check his oil, G. You know how <laughs> when you drive in your car, you got the, the check engine light that yeah. comes on? Yeah. You got to look up under the hood? Yeah. Well, that's what the Giants pass rushers are going to do with Jalen Hurts. We're going to see just how healthy that shoulder is. And I'm not saying it's going to be anything malicious, but it is football. It's inherently violent. So if and when Jalen Hurts decides that he's going to be a runner, then you treat him like a runner. That's physical gang tackling. In the passing game, when he dropped back and he's in the pocket and you're rushing the passer, hey, man, you're trying to cut him in half. It's Chris Canny, former Giant. I thought they outlawed all all of that in the NFL. I guess not. (laughs) Canty was having a flashback during that time. He was, yeah. Yeah. Listen, he used all the – I mean, he's right from a defensive player's mindset. That's exactly what you're – you should be thinking about. You don't check his oil, G. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep saying, see this. You said this plenty of times to where your coach not to take cheap shots on the quarterback. Sure. But when he's when he's a runner, you're out there to put a lick on him. Man, listen, you got a hurt ankle, any of that stuff. I'm when I tackle you by your legs, I'm gonna roll over and and, and twist that ankle a little bit and. Just the West. Hey, that's part of it, man. Now, what'd you do with Tom Brady did the other night and slide and try to trip the guy? <laughs> no, he was soft. Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was Brady showing yeah. his true colors. Yeah, that looked yes. like yeah, that looked like either a quarterback trying to make a tackle or a damn kicker trying to make a tackle. I don't know what that was. 
He'd be better off just staying yeah. away than doing that. Was he going to go to the Pelly box? Two for tripping? I mean, yeah, I don't know what that was. But, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. And 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 that's probably why Jalen wants to stop talking about it because it, it does make it like a – More of a focus. Yeah, it makes it a target. If I sit up here every day and I'm talking about my shoulder still hurting and this and that and the other, well, guess what? When the game starts, people are looking to hit you on that shoulder or I would even say – even if they're going to make a tackle, if they if they are going to put their weight down on you or what have you, and it if it may call, uh, get you a flag or it may not, if you're in the playoffs, you're taking that chance. It's not going to get you kicked out of the game, and if it happens early enough, you're affecting the quarterback. So I'm just speaking from a defensive player's yeah. mindset. When you have a wounded duck out there, like I'm, I'm going to take advantage of that. Um, like, I, I'm not certainly not showing you any sympathy we're trying to get to the nfc championship game wasn't that many years ago that uh poor ike reese was looking looking in the tunnel waiting for carson wentz to hopefully come back <laughs> out because Jadavion Clowney didn't get flagged for it right. didn't even end up getting fined that's right like it, it i mean it was pretty clear what the intent was of what he was doing but like that's what's going to happen when you get outside the pocket and you're running yeah. around so um yeah that should come no surprise with chris canny yeah and he's speaking as a former giant Yes. And Cowboy. That's right, and Cowboy. Ooh. <laughs> Forgot about that, and Cowboy. Yeah. How many years is he a Cowboy for? He's, he was drafted Maybe by one. the Cowboys. What? I thought he was drafted by the Giants. No, he's there for like four years. I actually looked it up today. It's the only reason I know. Sure. Um, <laughs> I think he's there for four years. I think he's a Giant for five, and then he finished with Ravens. Uh, the Ravens. Yeah. No, I like Chris Canty. Like a 10-year career. Yeah, I like Chris Canty. I like him on, on the show. He works with Chris. He works with Chris, ESPN mm-hmm. Radio, in the afternoon. With, yeah, uh, Chris he, Carlin, our buddy. He gets oh. carried by you know, he, by Carlin. No, Carlin gets carried. Oh, get by carried you. by oh, oh. <laughs> I liked him when he was on. Uh, he was. He used to be on Fox. They used to bring him on the uh, FS1 shows. Yeah, the first take uh, with the Nick Wright show. That show. First things first. Yeah, first things first. Yeah. There you go. He was doing that. Yeah, and he impressed, and yeah. then he went over to ESPN, and now they have him all over the place. And that was on. Uh, that was on Get Up this morning, Chris mm-hmm. Canning. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, let's um, let's see what Gabrielle from Delaware. Has to say, Gabrielle, how are you? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, Gabrielle. Is that a train so I, in the background? There is a train. <laughs> Sorry, it just came by. <laughs> it sounds like a, like a cargo train, a freight train. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. So I just <laughs> well, was calling because I was listening to your show on Odyssey. I was the first like three callers just like being so mean to you, John. And I just don't understand how anyone's like, oh, the Eagles are for sure winning this game. Like, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Every team that's in at this point has earned their spot. I just, I don't know. I don't like it when we take teams for granted. And it was a rough end of the season. So, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's kind of silly that people are like, oh, it's a done deal. It's not until the game happens. And when that ball gets kicked off, you better believe I'm going to be, like, stress eating chips or something because I always stress eat during the game. <laughs> Stress oh, eating chips, huh? Stress eating oh, yeah. chips. See, oh, I go yeah. I go the opposite. When I I don't eat when I have when I have the stress, I can't eat. I'm the exact opposite. I don't stress eat, I don't eat. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So Angelo hides behind his couch. I start doing something on my phone when I get stressed out because I'm like, I'm distracted. <laughs> I pace between the next room and the room the TV's in. Right? Like I'll yeah. take a walk out to the other room and then I'll come back. Hands will be in the pocket. That's kind of how I do it. My kids will come say something to me if it's a one o'clock game on Sunday. And I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't stand in front of the TV. Well, Gabrielle, you seem like a seasoned football and Eagles fan because you realize being overconfident is not a good thing. And you would agree that most Eagles fans are overlooking the Giants on Saturday night. I mean, I just think you can't overlook anything in the playoffs. Like, nothing's a for sure thing. Um, Yeah. And you know what else? The play calling, there's been moments where I'm like, what in the heck are they doing? Mm. I mean, I know they're 14-3 this season, but – Toward the end of the season, they just made some decisions that I was like, I don't understand. Yeah, and, throwing the ball oh, a lot. That just makes me nervous. Hold on. So which, so which coordinator concerns you the most? Actually, Shane. <laughs> I know everyone else hates Jonathan Gannon. I don't, you know. Happy I don't Monday. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just think, uh, I don't know, sometimes they just, when we did that, that was that one game, I guess it was the Saints, four and out four times in a row. Man. I, mean, I just think I lost confidence in him a little bit that day, like. It's just it's too much. Well, mm-hmm. Gabrielle, certainly the best caller of the day, maybe the week. <laughs> Thanks, John. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. But Baldy said it on his call where mm-hmm. he's like, I never I, I never know what to expect from the Eagles. Like, are they are they are they gonna I mean, 
You had said at the beginning of the show, this team wants to wants to throw. They the ball. want to throw the ball. Yes, I think we all we may not agree with it, but as their identity is what they want to do, they want to throw the ball. Well, they do have AJ Brown and Devontae yes. Smith and Dallas Goddard, so I don't blame them for wanting to throw the ball. But you know, I I feel like it's more about like during the game. And we'll see what they do this week, but I, I, I like, and, and I wouldn't come out r- with eight runs in the first ten plays, right? Like, you, you want to mix and match, and you want to like starting, starting fast. The Eagles starting fast and getting a touchdown instead of getting a field goal or having a three and out stuff, something like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. is very important, but it'd be nice to kind of, to kind of put this like get this game over with early. You know what I mean? Like they did in like they did in the game, the forty-eight to, to twenty-two game, to where like it was it was the game was over and you knew it pretty early. I don't think that's going to happen. But getting some early points will kind of take the edge off because if you don't, you know what it's like in that stadium when there's a three and out or the Giants score or whatever. People start to get tight and tense. Yeah, yeah. So it's all right. I'm sorry. You're not guaranteed a comfortable, easy win in the playoffs. No, you're not. It's the playoffs. I am really interested to see how Jalen would handle that situation. Like there hasn't it, like the Colts game was mm-hmm. like that, but that's the Colts. That's not that's, that's a midseason game. Like I want to see, I want to see how he is when the game's done. He's gonna be fine, I think. Yeah, but it's another check mark for him. Yeah, you you want to see him come through it. Um, I, I would say this, and this is this is where he's earned sort of. I know with me, he's earned my my belief and respect. Um. And trust, I should say, that's the word I'm looking for, and trust in these situations because I've I've gotten over his bad moments as a quarterback, some throws last year, you know, things you may have seen early in his career. In other words, if I'm going to project something, it's going to be based off what he's done this year. And he's been nothing short of spectacular this year. Um we talk about big games. He's playing in Philadelphia, trying to win over this city, win over this fan base. He went to Alabama. He played in big games there. He's a Heisman Trophy runner-up. Playing in New York freaking Giants on Saturday night ain't going to ruffle his feathers. Yeah, agreed. Just not. If anything, what I've sort of pulled from him this week, he's focused. He's ready for this moment. He didn't like how he played in the moment last year in Tampa. He's at home. It's a good situation for him. I think he's looking forward to Saturday night. I think he's looking forward to putting on a show Saturday night and reminding people that he was the MVP of this league. Mm. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to let that go. And I'm not saying it from the standpoint of he's chasing individual awards. It's actually one of the things that you should like. He's a competitor. He's a competitor. He's not whining about the MVP. He's not campaigning for the MVP. He's not doing any of those things. He's letting his play speak for it. But it doesn't mean he didn't want it. He didn't want the appreciation and the adulation and the reward where people are coming and saying, you know what, I didn't necessarily believe in you or buy in you. I do now. There's something to that. The work that he's put in this offseason. And he may get it robbed from him because Pat Mahomes is probably going to win it. But if he can, he can get to the championship game and then get his team in the Super Bowl, that's, that's going to be more fulfilling than winning the MVP trophy. Yeah, it, it just is. And I think that's where he's locked in at, man. I think that's where he's locked in at. And his offense, here's the other thing. A.J. Brown's a monster. You know he's ready to go Saturday night. Devontae Smith, cool as a cucumber. He actually has won the Heisman Trophy, played at Alabama. This game ain't going to scare him any. He's going to be ready to go. Yeah. Like, like, I think these guys are ready for this moment. They're ready for this playoff run. It, it definitely helps that they kind of limped into the playoffs and they mm-hmm. heard everybody talking about it, and they're not feeling too overconfident yes. based on that. Yes, yes. I, I think that absolutely does help because if nothing else, it keeps them hungry as opposed to feeling fat. Uh, we got fed. this. Yeah, we got this. Ah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It keeps them hungry. Uh, Justin in Tennessee, who normally joins us right at the end of the show, must have gotten off work early today. Justin, what's up, feller? No, I'm, I'm off work, man. I've hurt my back over the weekend, and I've been laid up the last couple of days. Oh, man. Oh, I hurt your back over the weekend. Yeah, I had to work uh, on the kitchen sink and uh, faucet. And so I'm uh, climbing up and under there and trying to replace that faucet and stuff. Done a number on me, and I pulled some muscles in my back. Oh, hey, man. Back, you feller? 
Rogers. How y'all doing? I, we've never heard you with such yeah. such so down and such low energy. They're hitting the <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm trying, but no, trying, I know. But, All right. Well, listen. Um, <laughs> thoughts and prayers for your back, Justin. I hope you feel I, better. I, I, I appreciate it. We're throwing out T's and P's. T's and P's for the back. So, so wait, wait, what is, is it? A, is it lower back, upper back? You said it's muscular. It's lower back. Yeah, I pulled some muscles in the lower hmm. back. I've I've had some back issues last few years anyway. But hey, that's enough about me, guys. I no. I appreciate it. Uh, as far as being, I, I don't know why anyone would take it for granted. Like the last caller said, that lady. I mean, it, the Giants got into the playoffs for a reason. You know, like I said, they were seven and two at one point for a reason. Mm-hmm. And they've got a heck of a coaching staff, man. Brian Daybold and Wink Martindale, you know, they've, they've got some good coaches. And they've got some decent players. They don't have the weapons on offense like we do. But, you know, I mean, we we all thought that our starters would be out of the game that last game. And <laughs> they had to play the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they yeah, had, they had to, play to play the whole game. game, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's football. You know, it's a game. Anybody can win. It, it just <laughs> – they're, like like that last lady said, I like that. They're there for a reason. You know, they went into Minnesota and beat the Vikings for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't take anything for granted. Now, do I think the Eagles will win? Yes, I, I think they will. But as far as <clears throat> after they beat the Giants, who would you guys rather see? Because in a way, I know the 49ers have way more, way more offensive weapons and defensive weapons. But I don't see a rookie quarterback who was the final pick in the draft, not a first overall pick or a first-round pick, coming into a rowdy link and being able to sustain a good game like that. You know, I mean, that's my thoughts. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm with you there. I I, I damn sure – listen, I know it would be fun for everybody to play the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. I'm sure everybody here at WIP would love it um, as well. So I wouldn't be opposed to that. I need to get over the idea of not wanting the Cowboys to win any more playoff games. Because if you're asking who's the who's the better opponent for the Eagles, let's face it, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I don't care what Dak looked like last week. Um, I just – I don't buy the overall team. I don't buy the coaching staff. I just don't. You know, when you look at San Francisco, you know, part of what you're saying is, okay, can we match wits with him? Right. Like, like that's what you're saying, they, like, yeah. right? <laughs> they, they've got the better coach by far in in uh, Shanahan. They they do. That's that's what scares me most about them. It's it, it's like you said. It's the system. It's it's not the quarterbacks. It's it's the system. And they have ta- and they yeah, have and they got talent, talent on that offense, man. Yeah, and, and a defense. Ton of yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. a ton of talent yeah. on both sides. But anyway, I, I've I've been listening to y'all for about the last hour and a half. I've ain't really done nothing but later and watch movies. I got a couple of suggestions for y'all though. Cause we got. That's all I've done the last couple of days. Uh, I've got uh, a Beast with Idris Elba. He takes his two daughters on a safari trip, and a lion gets after him. It's really good. Uh, what is Stringer doing? It sounds like a doing? lot of fun, Justin. <laughs> It is. It's a it's a really tense thriller. It's it's really good. It just came out this last year, and I watched Ambulance. It's really good. It's like a really intense bank robbery mm. movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, awesome action movie. Oh. And I watched a one. It's older. I had never seen it before, but it's called Triple Nine, and it's got Casey Affleck, Anthony Mackie, Woody Harrelson, and it's about bank robberies. Mm. I love past movies, but I think Triple Nine is actually on Netflix, but you guys know me. I love my Blu-ray, so I've got it on Blu-ray. But Triple Nine was surprisingly good. I, I think you guys will like that. I Triple know Nine? Probably hard. Yeah, I know it's probably hard for you, Johnny March, with the girls, you know, to get time to watch. Yeah. I know. I, after football season, Ike, you might be able to slide. <laughs> slide That's a good point, yeah. Or something. But uh, anyway, hey, guys, I, I enjoy the show as always. I love you, boys. I mean. All right, Justin. Love you, Justin. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. I don't need to see Beast. Ambulance. What was the last not kids movie that you watched? Oh, I don't know, man. Hallmark movie. <laughs> Real movie, I guess. Uh, I don't have an answer for yeah, you. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's been years. Went through a movie years. Yeah, <laughs> went through a movie binge uh, during that that Christmas break with the Christmas movies and all that nonsense. Oh, I saw you almost started a top five countdown. I, I did. I almost did. Yeah, infringe on my turf. Yeah. I was, and then I decided how dumb it was for me to go down that road. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> the last new movie I watched was probably the first half of Coming to America 2. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, a new movie? Yeah, the, the, the last new movie I watched was probably that. Yeah. You only got through half of that? Yeah. I like Coming to America, too. It was okay. Yeah, I, I, I was... Uh, well, no, I, I I was just like, well, I'll watch the rest of it. Like, I didn't think it was great, but right. I was like, I'll watch the rest of it tomorrow. Like, I think Liz had fallen asleep, so I'm like, all right, watch the rest. And we just never ended up watching the rest yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, whatever. What about you, Jack? You're well, not watching these movies. Well, I watched Fletch last week. Fletch. Oh, that's right. You're going back and watching the old ones. <laughs> I, I watched Life. Oh, yeah. that's. Oh, there that. you go. I watched Parenthood with Steve Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. Planes, trains, and automobiles. If you're looking for a, well, I love plane, trains, a, a and Steve Martin, yeah. No, uh, I watch Fletch though, because I, I hear it referenced on on radio all the time, and I don't want to be one of those millennials that's like, ah, you don't watch any of our old stuff. So what did you think? Well, that's so, pretty old though. That's 1985. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I thought it was okay. great. I, so, li- I liked Life a lot too. So it, Parenthood it, was bad. So it stood the test of time. The yes. Fletch. It, Fletch. Yeah, I mean it's almost like the uh, National Lampoon. Yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah. I can still watch those, Uncle Eddie. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can watch uh, not only Rusty, the, not the new ones, but I can Rusty watch and Audrey European Vacation. I can watch yeah. Christmas Vacation. I can watch the original. What, what ended up being number one in your Christmas movie uh, countdown? I forget. Was it Elf? What did I have? No, I, uh, Jingle All the Way. What did I have? The Ref. The Ref. Man, The Ref is an underrated yeah, I, movie. I haven't seen Jingle All the Way. Is that the Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, it's Sinbad. yeah, that's terrible. I started yeah, Twins Sinbad. too. Uh, yeah. Should I finish Twins or what? No. That's Twins? Terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> Twins. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, you don't, probably don't need yeah, to see the Anything that Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing in that doesn't blow up and kill people is a terrible movie. Um, Kindergarten Cop was good. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen it since the 90s. Yeah, I need Commando. I need uh, All right, so Terminator. Best, best Schwarzenegger well, movie. Just, uh, you just walked in if you want Commando. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Best Schwarzenegger movie? Um, Predator. I like Predator. Um, it's a few good ones. Predator's a good one. Yeah, it's a few good ones. Total Recall. Because his movies aren't about his acting. Clearly. It's about the action that's in the movie. Right. Yeah. So He's got a couple one-liners in those movies. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I, I don't ever go to a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and just see his range of acting. Critically acclaimed movie with, with uh, Arnold. <laughs> Although True Lies. Well, True Lies was yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. But that was because of... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? No. Tom Arnold? Tom Arnold, yes. That was a great movie. Yes. really was. 215-592-9494. Marks and Reese, 215-592-9494. I don't know if you saw the story, but Carol Baskin's husband's uh, allegedly alive. <laughs> no, there's no way in hell. They're back. There's no way he's alive. According to the New York Post... He's at, He is alive. It's been confirmed by the Department of Homeland Security. He's in what? Costa Rica. So he. So she didn't actually kill him, as everybody suggested. No, no. What they did is they set us up. It's like the the making of a murderer. <laughs> they, a... they left out facts. They led you to believe she killed him. Yep. How the oh. hell is he in Costa Rica and nobody knows he's in Costa Rica? Yeah, that's not possible. I I I am I thought for sure that that she was uh, she she fed him to the tigers. <laughs> exactly. She, she put the, the what it was some on his shoes and like. Yeah, I I I, I mean, God, that was that was. Uh, oh that, man, that, that was, was COVID the, viewing. Dude, that was best. right in the beginning of the yeah. pandemic. That was, that was the first thing we talked about. When yes, those sir. Were happening. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That in the last dance. Yep. So so apparently this this information had been out there for the last year but it's it Don just something. It, Don Lewis. It Don it Lewis. just hadn't been brought to light. She had she had said in a in a TV interview that he was he was declared legally dead after he disappeared but was found alive and well in Costa Rica. Ah, uh, see, they left out that part. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, it's, it's a reason why they didn't put it out because it sells the Netflix it's TV. Thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, I mean, if if Don Lewis is alive or whatever, you don't look at her. Well, we certainly not looking at Carol Baskins like she killed her husband. No, I thought she was a murderer. <laughs> yes, for sure. I felt she gave she paid him to the Tigers. Yeah, everybody did. <laughs> Meanwhile, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. Yeah, the making of the murderer. If you if you saw that, they left out key details yes, of that. It got me too. It got me too. Yeah. And then it's like, hold on a second. Well, why did they? I forget what it was. Why didn't they include that? Yeah. Well, they left out the DNA stuff too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. There was a bunch of stuff they yes. left was out. Was that? Was that? Uh, that wasn't COVID. Was that COVID? That was pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. That was pre-COVID. Okay. I was like, that was like the first like I feel big Netflix murder yeah. documentary. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was big. Free Brennan Dassey. Yeah, that or, or I was in on it too. I started tweeting about it and everything, man. <laughs> well, he's the kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. one that just wanted to talk about wrestling. But yes. but that but that was also the 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 the, the second making of the murderer was about Brendan Dassey. I did. And, I haven't seen that one. And it, I mean, they really do. And again, I don't know what they're leaving out, but they make a, a compelling case on why he was a kid. Mm-hmm. The co- the confession was coerced. They didn't have an adult there, and all this other stuff. I did agree with that. That confession was coerced. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, top five at five with Jack. <laughs> I go down in the station. I ain't saying nothing, man. That now nah, just just say give me a lawyer. How long would it take you to give to give it up, Jack? Oh, not not very. Yeah, <laughs> seconds. I, I'm the worst at this stuff. No, because the detective tells you everything's going to be okay. Just so tell me the truth. The door, yeah. You're telling on everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. everybody. No, no one's safe. They no would just, one's safe. They would just trick you and say everything's fine. Just tell me what happened. Right. And then the, then you'd be. First degree murder. You'd be like, what? Well, I told him not to do it, but he insisted. Yeah. Yeah. Foxhole guy. Top five, five with Jack. I can't wait to see what he has for us today. That, your phone calls, everybody hang tight. We'll get you on the other side. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. But hey, listen, we just talked about Big Hugh. Uh, Hugh Douglas is going to be joining me, uh, Brent Selleck, and Miller Lite tomorrow night, Thursday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Wicked Wolf Sports Pub and Club in Center City. Uh, if you want to win club seats, to the Saturday night Eagles playoff game. That's the place to go. You can register for the best seat in the house, courtesy of Miller Lite. Come hang with us. Take a picture with Brent. Take a picture with Hugh. Enjoy Miller Lite specials. And you're going to register for a chance to win the Eagles playoff tickets for Saturday night's game. It's Thursday night, Wicked Wolf, 12th and Chestnut in Center City. Hugh Douglas will be there. Brent Selk will be there. I'll be there. Miller Lite will be there. And Eagles playoff tickets will be there for you. It tastes like Miller time, Philadelphia. Celebrate responsibly. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.